here. Wait for y'all to be ready. Let's do it. No, nah, we're here. We're ready. We're never actually ready, but we're ready. We're you ready. especially. Oh, I'm never, never prepared. I, I wing it. Every time. Yeah. It's like every time the show's beginning, no. you're what? The draft show, I was prepared. No, 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 no. You're usually prepared to talk. You're <laughs> oh, just this... not prepared the fact that the show has now started. So uh, have we started and you didn't say nothing? Yeah, we're recording right now. Every week. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 21. Beyond. Somebody's, uh, what? Oh, right. Oh, I'm getting right gate. into it. Keep mine's out the way. Sammy Sosa. Ah, of course she went Sammy. Ladainian Thomason. Roberto Clemente. Nice. Yeah. Kevin yeah, Garnett. Brayden Point. The big fundamental. Oh, that's a good steal. Very nice. That's uh, a good steal. There it is. Hey. Talk, talk about hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. Talk hey. about it. Somebody in the building. We have somebody in the building. We Somebody's somebody in the building. shop with us, which I don't know if we've ever actually said it on air, but we call it the shop mm-hmm. where we do our recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purple Couch Vibes. Couch Vibes. We got a special guest in the building. Now, he's going to be the guy in the back, mm-hmm. but he's here. He definitely ain't a building. And he's also a Florida State fan. Let's get that in there. Yeah. yeah. You're outnumbered. Yeah. Chop him up. <laughs> and it's super weird, like, the way the room is set up. I didn't notice. Like, y'all are all together. Just naturally. Me. We, yeah. It naturally happens that, that way. That's fine. I stand by, I stand by myself. Man. Some people might know him as JR. Mm-hmm. Some people might know him as Hearn. You might know him as Boss. Around here, we call him 12. No, 12, actually. Not talking police. Mm-mm. We talking the 12 capo of the mafia's answer. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? No, the answer's mafia. Ah, close. Almost. Close. Almost. I was this close. I like the energy. Get all the words. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-hmm. I like at the party at. Uh, where's oh, that? It's, it's definitely at Tropics. Tropics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. After party at Tropics. Okay, cool. All right, Cuz is in the building. Yeah, we reference him. I feel like maybe every other show, every third show, he gets a reference. Yeah, he's heavy Definitely. on the show. Heavy, <laughs> heavy, heavy. Yeah. In there, in there. He's here now, so he's gonna be in the guy in the back. He will be part of the conversation, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. We got some dope content lined up. Were we done with the twenty ones first? Um, I had Dominique Wilkins coming up next. Uh, of course, you did. Uh. Ooh, good Peterson. one, good one. Very nice. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Did we go Sean? T- did Sean Taylor have twenty one at one point? I felt like he, he switched his number at one point. He went to thirty. Oh, actually, in the Redskins, he was twenty one. He had twenty one. He was. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Good call in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Best, arguably best Pro Bowl play I've ever seen. We agreed. Dante Hall. Oh, Dante Hall. Oh, the return yeah. he had. You enjoyed right, it. You're right, you're right, right, right. I'm still right. going with Sean Taylor. Yeah. Because he crazy. cracked him. Whew. Zeke DeFree. Of course. Of course. Uh, Tiki oh. Barber. Tiki Barber. That good is a one. good one. Calvin Johnson, Georgia Tech. Very nice. Oh, man. Where'd you pull? That's all I got. That's two great pulls you've pulled out. Yeah. The other one was before the show, but before we started recording. But that's a great pull. Yeah. And he usually don't pull out. No, I'll leave it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> episode, episode, episode 21. 
This is Somebody Said Podcast. As always, there's going to be your one-stop shop for everything sports, especially the major headlines. Talking local high school sports, national headlines, professional college, and high school. Social media accounts, hit us up. Follow us. Instagram, Somebody Said Podcast. Twitter, Somebody Said Pod. We are brought to you by our phenomenal sponsors. We are brought to you by the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official rum punch of the Somebody Said Podcast. We are also brought to you by the law office of Clinton Paris, where they take the pain out of being hurt. The official, official law office of the Somebody Said Podcast. They do areas of practice include personal injuries, slip and falls, dog bites. It is still dog bite season, right? It is still dog bite season, yeah. Cool. Get at him. State Planning Wills Trust, Civil General Litigation Business Council. Oh, that red lady's in the building. It is. She's here. I didn't know that red lady was here. Yeah. She's been here. Yeah. Hey. The red lady, stay, stay ready. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay. So as far as the lineup for today, we are going to do, we got a somebody's top 10. We got somebody's top 10. Okay. Asha's got a fresh gripe. Mm-hmm. We've got a... NBA version of the Somebody Said Game. Mm-hmm. And then we got to talk NHL. Playoffs are potentially starting this week. We might start getting games on the 13th. I'm cool with it. Go Mapes. Mapesies. Mapesies. Haven't watched the game. <laughs> I'll, I'll catch one this weekend. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop it. The weekend's <laughs> over. Listen, if, if the Mapes actually get to like the, the Stanley Cup finals and he still doesn't watch... Then I'll actually take issue. You should. Honestly. Playoffs. Once the playoffs start, if you don't watch a game, (laughs) I got a problem with that. You don't pull my card? Do you you know where you guys are in your standings? I think we're second. Second in what? In the division? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) know We're we're, we're second somewhere. He got half the battle. You can't ask for much. We're in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about to say, come on now. The expectations are, are, are slightly low right now. Yeah, we're not. So. The, we're not the Lakers right now. But you, hmm. all right. Save that. Save that. Hmm. We'll come back to that. They're, Table that. We'll come back. They're to actually that. first in the North, by the way. Yeah, I know. No, because I actually watch hockey. Oh, go figure. Whoop the dude. <laughs> Okay, let's go ahead and jump right into that somebody's uh, top 10 then. Let's get it. So off the heels of the NFL draft, shout out Justin Fields one more time. I figured that, come on, man. I mean, you deserve it. Thank you. Every time the draft comes up. It's going to happen. It's going to happen until the season starts. It's not like I gave you a Joe Kim Noah reference. And then then you gave me a Joe Kim Noah reference. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. So so this is... uh, CBS Sports's top 10 biggest draft bust of all time. So, nice. Again, fingers crossed on Justin Fields. All right. So Is that table wood? Number 10. Uh, I think it's um a wood-based. Yeah. Might be wood-based. Some kind wood of wood-based. Okay. Yeah. Meaning, yes, it's wood. All right. Cool. Yes, I'm, just, I'm just asking because you knocked on this like. Yeah. I feel like people just knock on whatever's closest. Usually, but yeah. Okay, right. go for it. Number 10, 2008 to the Jets, Vernon Golston. Biggest draft bust. He came in with a lot of expectations. From O State. O State, mm-hmm. right? Wait, uh, wait, wait. The number one? No, that was number no, 10. No, he's 10. No, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, 10. I'm going back. Oh, okay, I'm going back. Okay, 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 okay. All 
All right, number 10, Vernon Golston. Number nine, Justin Gilbert from the Browns. Again, Cleveland. I mean, I feel like they got a couple on the list. Yeah, Mm. it's Cleveland. I mean, I would have, again, somebody somebody else's top top, uh, top 10. Number eight, Justin Blackman. That's my guy, too, man. Big bust. Yeah, not not mad at that. Should have been a little bit higher than me, maybe. Uh, Number seven, a DN from the Colts, uh, Justin Impman. Uh, this is back in 92. So that's an old school. Okay, never heard of him. Back, uh, yeah. Number six, Heath Schuler to the Redskins out of Tennessee. Mm. Number five, Lawrence Phillips to the Rams from Nebraska. Rest in peace. I think he passed. I think he got killed in prison or something. Oh, wow. Recently. Yeah, that's Lawrence deep. Phillips. All right. Number four, Charles Rogers another receiver. to the Lions. Yeah, another receiver. They got yes. it right with Calvin. They finally got it. And that was I mean, it. Then he retired early, like Barry. Barry. <laughs> Again, at that point, Detroit should figure something out. All right. You lose two Hall of Fame talents because I don't want to play for y'all no more. No, you're I two know, greatest right? players ever. I don't want to play for y'all no two more. Two guys in GOAT conversation for their position. Mm-hmm. Right. Literally rather not play the game than to play for that franchise. It is. That's Relocate. Sad. Common denominator. That's sad. All right. Number three, Ryan Leaf. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to be number one. I think it's a spike And Megatron? No, yeah. It was different. Yeah, I believe it. it was different. Megatron literally just five. He had also been around much longer, right? He played a much longer career than Barry? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Or maybe around, maybe it might around, be the, around the same. Okay. Maybe, about the maybe same. off a year or two. Barry had a Help lot of tread on top. Yes, he did. Even though a lot of that tread was worn, he still had time. I think he also just didn't want to be in Detroit no more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, no, I agree. Barry could use Megatron's excuse, though, because you get hit more as a running back. Oh, Receiver, yeah. you could avoid certain things. Not clean shots, but I mean, uh, you, you the, the Lions offense more. was yeah. Barry left, Barry right. We're going completely <laughs> off. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. <laughs> Now he I dancing. Now he, he dances as soon as he get the hand off. Catch a chicken. All right. So number two, Jamarcus Russell. Number two. It's number two. Jamarcus Russell. How is he not number one? Number one on this list is actually Achilles Smith to the what? Bengals. I don't in like 1999. It. Nah. All right. Nah, man. I believe it is. So I think that I think that for that what they were going was the people that might have come behind him. They hyped. They hyped Achilles Smith up. A lot. I mean, I hear that, mm-hmm. but a bigger bust than Jamarcus Russell. You got to go Jamarcus Russell simply based on the fact of how much money the Raiders gave that man. They gave him tons of money, man. What that boy, that boy secured that bag and was out. What like sixty million? Uh, out. No, it was like sixty million, though, wasn't it? It was up there. Like he has to be number one just for robbing that franchise. It's understandable. I mean, so so Achilles Smith, I think, and, and again, maybe it's the people that came after him in that draft. Um, he was the third quarterback selected. Um, Tim Couch actually went one in that draft to, again to Cleveland. Nobody says Cleveland is cool. Donovan McNabb went second, then Achilles Smith. But after him, you got Edgen James, you got Ricky Williams, Tory Holt, Champ Bailey, mm, Dante Culpepper, mm. uh, Javon Curse, mm, the freak, like that guy. And so that was that was all that was all top uh, first round. So again, like 
I know the Bengals always need a quarterback, but you could have got Ricky. You could have gotten something else to help that man out or help that franchise out than Achilles Smith. And he was super high. Wait, he come out of Houston? Oregon. No, I think it was Houston, wasn't it? That was Andre Ware. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Andre Ware, yeah. yeah. He was also a good little bust. The thing is, teams are always going to be more willing to reach on quarterbacks than any other Mm -hmm. position. So they'll reach on a potential legit quarterback Mm then pass up like a certified good player at another position. Mm -hmm. This is the most important position on the field. And I see why you say uh, Jamarcus Russell, because he came off of a national championship. Right. And he he was supposed to be the guy that's going to save the Raiders. Yes. But his work ethic is what held them back. He was supposed to bring them back to prominence. And then he like, at his pro day, I think he was on his knees and threw to the other the opposite yards. end. He threw 60 yards on his knees. Mm-hmm. And that's all they needed to see. <laughs> so again, he had I, all the arm talent. I'm not comparing again. I think that you could probably not be mad if any of those top three guys were number one. I mean, Ryan Lee, there was a debate that he was as good as Peyton Manning. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, he was hyped was up super hyped. a lot. So Achilles Smith, he only played four seasons with the Bengals. He only started 17 games. He went three and 14 in those games, and mm. he threw twice as many interceptions in his career as touchdowns. So he had 13 Ugh. picks and five touchdowns. Total. Five that's almost, that's almost yeah. Yeah. three to one. Yeah. And his, like, his overall career passing percentage is 47%. Nice. Houses. So, yeah. So who's missing off the list? That you, I'm, I'm saying uh, Johnny Manziel is a bust. I think Johnny should have been on that over some of these guys because, again, yeah. Johnny had hype. Johnny was drafted yeah. high. I mean, two chains told you Johnny had the highest selling jersey. Did. Drake made a song about the man. Yeah. He ain't even working. Hey, really? A lot of quarterbacks on that. I thought there'd be more quarterbacks too. That is a. Miss Trip. Miss Trip. Miss Trip. They, they trade up they one. They traded up the number two. Pick. But I don't think he was that hype out of out of college. So they no, they they gave him they gave him some hype. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, a a bust for me is considered like if you win the Heisman or a national championship or you was prolific in college. Because honestly, to be fair, he's, he's Mitch, a bust. Mitch took the Bears to the playoffs twice. He's still a bust. <laughs> that too. For yeah, his, he's a, he is a bust. He's a bust, but, but he's not on the same level. I do think the hype is a part of it. So mm-hmm. just because like you're right, like. Mitch is a bust. Mm-hmm. But like to be one of the biggest busts, I don't know if he had enough hype to be like a top 10 bust all time. Yes. Yeah, it was well, just true. A, yeah, they passed up on a lot. So the Bears just were idiots. Yes. That doesn't make it yeah, that doesn't make it a big a bigger bust. It was a bad it was a bad pick, but him is compared to these guys, he's not a bust. Right. It's a bad draft pick, but again, he took the Bears to two playoffs. These other guys ain't do nothing. I'm with you. Nothing with nothing. your life. With right? your life. So, I don't know. Okay. Some of these, like, it's, it's weird to call me like a cornerback a bust. Like, you don't really know what you're going to get. Yeah, cornerbacks are very hit or I miss. think Justin Blackman should have been right. a little higher because he had so much potential and just couldn't get it right. He came right after Dez. Huh? He was the next Dez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be the next Dez. Um, how you feel about Josh Gordon possibly being on this list? Josh Gordon. Uh, he wasn't I don't that high. a bus because he actually was performing until he just couldn't but again, stay like, off the weed. Like to me, one stay of them off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just one of those guys who just can't, like, can't get it straight. No, he couldn't, but when he did play, mm-hmm. he performed. So yeah. I don't know if I call that a bust. He came out of Baylor. No one really knew about him. I don't I don't think. Like Achilles. Uh, he was no, with he the, was, some... They were RG3, wasn't he? 
He played with RG3, yeah. but was he wasn't a top draft pick. Isn't that what you would consider a bust if you were drafted maybe yeah. inside the I, top 10? I, I did that. RG3, RG3 bust? Vince? Um, Vince is a bust. I think Vince should be on that list. You can't throw RG3 on there and not call Vince a bust, yeah, too. because Vince had... He was on the cover of Madden at one point. I mean, sure. I mean, RG3... Yeah, a lot of people were on the cover of Madden. He had a good season, but he's also playing for the Redskins. He's on the outside looking in for me. Because he had he had good seasons. Honorable mention? Cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Question. I was thinking about Crabtree when you talked about wide receivers. Yeah. But he has had longevity in the league. So can you That's call him a complete bust? He That's did fair. enough. He just didn't exceed. He didn't reach the expectations. Right. That a lot of these guys were three, four, five years and they're gone. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's not a Keely Smith, Jamarcus Russell. Nope. Which one? Drew Locke? Three years ago. Broncos. Oh, not um Peyton. Oh, Paxton yeah, Lynch. Paxton Lynch, Paxton. Out of Memphis. He won high. Uh, I don't know if he was hot like that. Yeah, I'm about to say. Because he came from Memphis. Yeah, I think they just rolled the dice. And... They reached for him. He was a big yeah, like, Again, like to me, that's just more of a bad pick than just yeah. a guy that was coming out. Like all these guys were hyped. Like Vernon like Golston coming out of there was supposed to be that next yeah. edge rusher that was going to just change the game. You could throw like, he should have been Cleo Mack. in there. Like honestly, if we if we keep it in the oh yeah. Definitely could throw Trent Richardson there. If you keep in the book, you might get throw Jadavion Clowney in there. You're talking about like uh, hype versus production? No. Nah, nah. Bro, look, the He's, hype versus his production is what I'm talking about. He just didn't reach that expectation. Right. So again, it's so, not a bust, though. Okay. I mean, he's still, he was still okay. Like, like that one season that he was with JJ Watt, wasn't he pretty decent? Made he was all right. He was never like, but not, that yeah, dude. not what he should be. He was have been. projected to be, like you said, like the next. Best edge right. rusher in the league. No, I'm talking about guys like never got if he would have came in and just gotten no sacks, like yeah. nothing. Fair enough. Got no, it. I don't think he's Laverna Laverna Laver- Ghost. I don't think he's Ghost and Level Bus. Well, again, I, I don't think Matt was a like he wasn't out the league in three years. No, he was he still around. He's a bust though. All right, yeah. again, more bad pick, but we anyway, do like he wrote. That's somebody's top ten. I Somebody. do have one final though. What if Jameis doesn't have a good season this year? Do you consider him a bust? He still put up stats. He was still a, a, a star for five years. I don't want to harp 30. on it. I don't want to harp on it. But 30, the 30 for 30. Come on. Himself. Um, Just thought I threw that out there. Yeah, uh, you know what? I don't think Jameis is a bust because I think Jameis is who he has been. I think in college, a lot of stuff, he could get away with a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's changed to be a different player. So, like, some of these guys, like, they were a monster in college, mm-hmm. and they got to the league, and then they were just hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Jameis hasn't done that. Like, Jameis, in my opinion, he was a, a turnover machine at Florida State that last season. You know, like, so sure. I don't think he became anything different. I think the, the NFL was just... Um, David Carr has also had longevity. He's He's been around as a yeah. backup, but... He had longevity. Nah, hey, he's, he's not out of the league in three years. Like Ryan Leaf was gone, Achilles Smith is gone, Jamarcus is gone. Right. Like, he's, he's still around. Mention. Right. He hung around. But no, I don't. I don't know if I call Jameis a bust only because I think he's the same person he's been. That's surprising. But we'll, we'll move on. Listen, I can be objective. Just because sure, I don't like sure, the guy. Sure, 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 sure. 
guess. They got that well, Barry Bonds love on you now. Huh? You're getting that Barry Bonds treatment. Why? Wait, what? Oh. I mean, I can be objective about most people. About most people. There's only one person I can't be objective about. All right. <laughs> we all know who the person is. <laughs> it's, it's well documented on this show. Is he out of any out of a job right now? That's what you want to do right now? Mm. Who? Paul Pierce is a weird femur? A weed, a weed farmer. A weed farmer? <laughs> is he? Is he? It's not far fetched. Is he a, is he a lead farmer too? I'm a lead farmer. All right, man, let's go. <laughs> That's the only person sure. I won't. I'll, I'll own that. I can't be objective about Paul Pierce, sure. And you're not objective about Boston itself. Exactly. <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> whatever. But Asterisk. whatever. Whatever. You know what? Fine. I, I can't be objective about Boston. Didn't we talk about this at the end of one episode? Yeah, we he did, couldn't come I up hate, with a reason I hate why. All of New England. I hate Boston for a reason, though. I do have a reason why, but I don't like not the fact that we're tied with them in that in titles. They have seven teams. I think some of them are asterisk laden, but you still got them. All right. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. We're going to jump into Gripe of the Week. Let's do it. Asha, what up? That's the next man or the next one, man. It doesn't make a difference. Keep the competition coming. And I recite the chapter in verse. The title of this recital is Ladies First. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Asha, coming at you. Again, this week with another Asha's Gripes of the Week. Um, this week, I'm going to gripe about the fact that um, LeBron and AD are hurt. Or quote-unquote hurt. Um, I know my husband's going to give me two thumbs down for this gripe. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, he still loves me anyway. But I just don't like the fact that, you know, one thing I can't say about Jordan, he tried to play his hardest in, in whatever situation. And for the simple fact that... Him and AD have been quote unquote out hurt and like it try to like try to stay out into the playoffs. I really don't like that. Um, I don't think it's competitive. I don't think we can argue who's the GOAT anymore because at least Michael Jordan played through everything. Um, I know the argument that Shan's gonna say is that, you know, Michael Jordan still has Scottie Pippen and stuff to, you know, pull him through whatever injury that Michael Jordan had, but at the same time, they, I thought that LeBron James don't know how to recruit. Like, you just recruited sorry players. So, you know, I don't know what you want us to do about that. But anyway, this is Asha Gripe of the Week. Come back next week for another Asha's Gripe. Peace out. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Somebody feels some kind of way. Darts were thrown. A lot of darts were thrown there. She mad at you about something. So, what's the central point of that gripe? In 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 your opinion, me, yeah, the central point is the fact that, well, yes, Jordan is a goat. Well, for for those of you who don't know, I'm outnumbered with Jordan fans tonight, so mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna be a, a bunch of bias going on. With no, this it's not gonna be a bunch of it. We... Now, uh, just to make sure people. I don't know if people can hear you. I, I can hear you. We can hear you a little bit. 12 is saying that Braun, or 12 is saying that you said, Unk, that Braun is too much of a diva. I, yeah, Is I that agree. playing into this? 
I think he's actually still hurt because we all saw the injury. It wasn't no flopping or anything like that. Someone actually rolled oh boy. under his ankle. I know oh you laughing over there, but mm-hmm. he may he he make it still play, but he's thinking about long term, not the Lakers, they're gonna make the playoff. So would you rather have LeBron for these final games than have him for the long run in the playoff? And I think yeah, LeBron average, is smart yeah. enough to know, hey, the team needs me beyond this point. Hold on, before anybody rebuttals, mm-hmm. your average volume, like I'm looking at it, it went way up. <laughs> then it's been all show. Don't do that. You like it just like whenever no, LeBron no. comes up, like you just get mm-hmm. fired up. My boy's a little more base in his voice. Nah, nah, it ain't the crown, mm-hmm. it's Bron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pump had a rebuttal. I mean, you know how I feel. I, I, I thought I thought his injury again. I get it. It's a high ankle sprain. That's a tough. That is a tough injury to come back from, right? I don't think the Lakers necessarily need him right now. If they were if they were in jeopardy of just missing the playoffs altogether, he I would find Ron come back. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Do you think he would come back at that point? Um, yeah, I think he would have to though. So why are we yeah. investing so much time into this? Now, can I get a can I give a little context mm-hmm. before you answer that question? Mm-hmm. So this is stemming from Dave McMenamin, who put out a tweet. It was a Frank Vogel, who's mm-hmm. the coach of the Lakers, who said, and I quote, when they were talking about LeBron, uh, they asked Vogel the reason why LeBron wasn't playing. Vogel said, he's just not here. McMenamin would also go on to say that um, LeBron missing those games, at the time it was Denver and against the Flippers, it was not medically related. Mm-hmm. While LeBron was not playing, mm-hmm. so that's the context of it. So then, my question before we get into what you asked is like, why would Frank Vogel say that he is not medically related? You could easily just say he's still recouping from the right ankle mm-hmm. sprain, and everybody be like, "Oh, okay, it was mm-hmm. a high ankle sprain. It's a hard injury to come back from." And everybody be like, "Okay, why would the head coach be saying it's not medically related if you actually think it's still medically related?" So what do you what do you think? Um... What do you think of that, though? He's pulling a Kyrie. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I feel like Frank, he's, he's tired. He's tired of, I told you so. <laughs> he's tired of answering questions about LeBron. No. You, as, a head coach, as a head coach on a team that LeBron James plays on, you are never tired. So you, That's part of the job description. So you actually think that LeBron is healthy and could play, and Frank is yes. just going to air him out in an interview? I don't think he didn't air him out. He Essentially, you did. So here's the thing, though. There are other things, and I thought about this the other day. There, we we like to think of people in the context that we know of them. Mm-hmm. When you think of LeBron James, you think about basketball. There are other things that go on in his life. His life is not just basketball, so it could be family related. He could be going through a family situation, yeah. and he does not have to tell that to the world. But my questioning comes in. It goes back to the the ultimate conversation that I have about LeBron, his commitment to winning. Because right now the Lakers are struggling, and we're struggling bad. People are talking about people are questioning if we will even make the playoffs. Because you got to go to the play in, and mm-hmm. as it seems like it's headed, we might be playing against a hottest Steph Curry that the world may have ever seen. Like Steph Curry is on flames right now, and I still don't care. Which is we'll, fine, we'll and I think we win that game, but if people are now questioning the fact that we might not even make it past the play-in, and he's medically okay, what are you doing? I think you're going too far by questioning his will to win. He's he's done it for 17, 18 seasons now. For, so at this point in his career, for you to question it, I've always that, questioned it. I've always How? questioned it. I think, I think, I think that's, that's not fair he, to him, though. Because 
what 12 brought up earlier, he makes that pass to Danny Green. That's not a, that's, that's that's not that's a winning play though What's, in basketball. Uh, in, uh, in, uh, in basketball, air quote winning play. So because we didn't they win, didn't, but he Le, it's not because a LeBron play isn't selfish. That's why he he doesn't have a will to no, win. No 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 no. Did they win off that They did not. We didn't win. They still won the game though. No, we won the series. They won the we series. Lost that yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, that makes to, to to me. I think a lot of times with LeBron, and this is going back for a very long time now. I think that it's easy to question LeBron's competitive nature, right? When you say that, okay, he's not built like Jordan. Well, a lot of people aren't built like Jordan, but Michael Jordan was a quote unquote ultimate competitor, right? Kobe Bryant wanted to win. Tim Duncan wants to win. Shaq wants to win. All these guys who win say, "I'm the guy. I'm always going to make the play. Yeah, give me the ball." Right, even with Kobe on that team, Shaq's gonna say, "Hey, listen, I'm the best big man this game's ever seen. Give me the ball, right?" And LeBron again, fine, make the smart pass. I don't need a smart pass. Magic Johnson's the greatest passer ever seen. And what do you do? He waved off to Kareem and took the hook shot. So, because I'm gonna, the Lakers gonna live and die with me. And LeBron has always let somebody else do it at times. There's times when you watched him go off for 45 against Boston. Because he knew, hey, Dwayne, you ain't actually. Dwayne had to tell him, "There's Bron, put us on your back and go." There's also times where LeBron's taking the shot, the final shot, and hit the and shot. Hit nobody it. brings, no, he, nobody he brings that up. No, he does even, even I forgot what series it was when they played the Spurs. Mm-hmm. He went off for like 13 straight points, mm-hmm. and then he passed the ball to Ray Allen, and Ray Allen hit the shot for us for the Heat to go up. Passed the ball, LeBron bricked the three. Yeah. Or he, Chris Bosh got the rebound. LeBron tried to yeah, hit he, the game. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Ray, Ray Ray Allen hit the mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Are you question questioning LeBron's will Chris to Bosch win passed that. No, I, he missed the shot though. LeBron missed the shot. Yeah, Chris no, Bosh got the rebound. Yeah, we're talking about that game. He balled out that game. Everybody remembers that for the Ray Allen shot, but he balled out that game. So it's like people pick and choose when it, what they want to remember about LeBron, and that's the how many, issue I have. How many game winners did Jordan pass? I don't know. Why would you ask me? Like <laughs> <laughs> the answer is probably one. Only one I can remember. Steve you see Kirk. what I'm saying? Like but, again, there have been, and it's not. It, nothing's a hundred percent. You cannot say he's always done this. He always cannot right. say that. The thing about LeBron is that there are times in his career when the game could have been won or lost in his hands and he 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 himself chose to not have the ball in his hands by okay. passing to somebody else which if you are the greatest player to ever play this sport why are you not the one taking that shot i don't care beat the double you're the greatest the one to ever do it. How many doubles have we seen LeBron beat? He's beat a million doubles. We've seen all the greats beat double teams, beat traps, whatever you want to throw at him. LeBron can beat anything people throw at him. It is, there's nothing yeah. you can throw at him that he hasn't seen. He's not prepared for it. He can't beat it. So, so why are you not keeping the ball in your hands with the game on the line? Especially important games. There's different ways to win games. And I think LeBron views winning games differently than Jordan. And that's fine. But to... Go back to her gripe. I think Which, that. Thank you for bringing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that LeBron, he he's just trying to play the long game. He's old. He's not. Uh, he is a diva. I'm with you on that. But I think LeBron's realized, like, hey, I'm at the, I'm at, I'm on a decline right now. I could admit that. But he, can, I think. Wait, wait, hold can, wait, I hold quick, can I ask a quick question? Right. I guess. Like, so again, going back to the gripe. Right now, the Lakers are struggling and sliding. Right to the point where 
they could find themselves in a one and done playoff scenario. Like yeah. win this game, and then you can get in the playoffs instead of actually securing a playoff spot. Like I get in an some- extra week of rest. Right. Right. So so if that's the case, if you see what's going on and you can play, why are you letting it get to a point where you may be on the cusp of being in a one and done game? Well, that's the thing. We don't know if he could fully play at. So 100%. why would his coach say it's not? Medical? You think he needs to be a hundred percent to play? I don't know. That's I can't, and that's I can't, my issue. I can't give you that answer. So I've never I've never seen Frank. I'll just say Frank. Yeah, Frank's have never come gone out and, out and called like Frank is not that guy. Like that. Yeah. He's not gonna call you out, and he's not gonna lie. He gonna say what it is. Now he may not go into the details, mm-hmm. but Frank is a pretty. He's a straight shooter from his you know two seasons now in L.A. Frank's a pretty much a straight shooter. He'll tell you what he can tell you. And if he's not going to go into details, he just won't. So I don't believe that Frank would go out there and say it's not medically related when LeBron actually has medical issues. This ain't hockey. Right. Where it's like, upper it's a lower injury. body injury, which we're actually going to talk hockey later. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, that's my only thing about it. And close us out. You got to give us a No, I was just going to ask you, do you think, because I know some reporters, they, they look for headlines. Do you think this was a headline or this was word for word what Frank said? Because we, we don't actually know. So, that's what... I'm going based said. on the quotation he gave with Frank. And actually, there was another interview. Frank said pretty much the same thing. He's just not here. Is essentially what he said. He said it multiple times now. He's just not here. Instead of saying, well, he's still dealing with the ankle. You still need context, though. He's just not here could mean a lot of things. No, because when he was hurt, they said he was hurt. LeBron is rehabbing. He's, he's getting back to when AD was out. Uh, the same thing. Oh, he's almost back. We're getting him in a shoot around. He's he just he's just not here. LeBron was in a shoot around before the Portland game, and then didn't go to Portland. And so when it comes to the games, what Frank is saying, I have to go by what I'm hearing from okay. directly from the ghost's mouth. Is that that? Is that what that saying is? From the horse's mouth. The horse's, the horse's mouth. Is, thank you. Yeah. He's just not here. Yeah. Again, and I at think, that point, if he's not, if it's not medical, yeah, I just maybe his family and I, and right. at that point, we because I feel weird, like like Uncle was saying, like maybe he's just not hundred percent. But LeBron at seventy five percent is better than what the Lakers have right now. Right, I'll take LeBron at seventy five. And in all honesty, who's hundred percent? Anyway, like right this late into the season, so so Russ goes out there, he gives it everything, no matter what. You got a lot of guys who will go out there and just give it their all, knowing that I got to be out here because if not, we're gonna keep on sliding. So if LeBron needs to be a hundred percent, why? You already said you're the greatest of all time. Go well, he's out there already seventy five. Right, well, he's not. Gonna we gotta be close 100%. it there. We gotta okay. close it there because we're actually gonna come back and talk more LeBron later. Because you made a statement last week that we gotta pick up on. True. But let's make sure we can keep the lights on. Let's pay the bills real quick, and then oh, I mean, I think it's thumbs up on the ground. Yeah, thumbs up for me. Go thumbs, ahead and give it thumbs two, down. Two for thumbs me. down, of course. Two of hey, them. she got a thumbs Herm up. Herm gave you a thumbs okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get, this, let's get these bills paid real quick and we'll be right back. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. For over a decade, I worked for insurance companies and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, attorney Clinton Paris at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the Law Office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladypunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly. What? 
Bro, what are you talking about, man? We're going to get right back into some more LeBron talk. Mm-hmm. Unk actually teed it up last week. We pretty much just segued our way right into it. We had to all pause for a sec. I think some, some cups were replenished in the meantime. <laughs> Let's get into a version of Somebody Said Game. Let's just start right out the top. I'm not going to bury the lead on this. Unk himself. Unk said. It's not somebody. Are we going around the room? What do you mean? For an answer or just straight dialogue? Well, I'm going to give it first. And I want you to give more context okay. on where that thought came from. And then we'll just, we'll just figure it out from there. Just All right? Yeah. So Unk said, LeBron needs to shut up and dribble. (laughs) (laughs) No. What he actually said was, LeBron needs to shut up sometimes. Where did that come from? It it stemmed from when the the tournament, when they implemented the tournament last year, LeBron said it's good for teams that are on the outside looking in to have a chance to play for that spot or play in. That Mm -hmm. was last year. Yeah. This year, he's actually in a position to be in that tournament. And he turns around and says, whoever came up with this tournament needs to lose their job. So at at that point, LeBron, pick a side. And at the same time, you don't have to speak on everything. Just because you're the face of the league and your name holds weight in the league, you don't have to speak on everything. Because I think the NBA is ran by great management. They, they actually know what they're doing, opposed to the NFL. So I feel like LeBron, you talk on, so, you talk on social injustice, you talk on everything, you talk about random stuff that nobody cares about. And at this point, you, you're talking about someone's job. Like yeah. you're saying somebody needs to be fired because you're not okay with it. And that's why I said sometimes he just needs to shut up. I'm actually going to defend him on this one. Ooh. How? The reason I'm defending him is because the context. So last year, when, we, when the league stopped, it was very abrupt. And what happened was, and which happens on any given day, you pick a random Thursday during the season, not every team has played the same number of games. And you don't know what happens after that. So I felt like the eight-game play-in made sense because it gave all those teams to have an opportunity to say, hey, this is what we might have done if we had more games to play or if everybody played the same number of games. So I think last year it did make sense. And I think for those teams who were in that window, they deserved that opportunity. Because especially last year, like, they were all really, really close Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, winning percentage and, you know, the, the game differential. Mm-hmm. This year, everybody's playing the same 72 games. Mm-hmm. If you get a game pushed back, they're rescheduling those games. So everybody's supposed to end up with the same 72. So at that point, those 72 games were your opportunity to get into the playoffs. So for this year, I don't see the need for it. Last year, I thought it made sense. This year, it doesn't. Right. And I didn't listen to the interview, but I'm almost I'm hoping... That was the manner in which he was saying. Last year I was with it. This year's stupid, yeah. and I, I I believe that's that that's what it was. Yeah, uh-huh. and like and so so to your point, one uh, LeBron does tend to put his foot in his mouth more times than he probably would like to. Mm-hmm. He says yeah. stuff like like when he said the whole stuff about China last year. It's like, bro, like relax. Yeah, or else you know, go do your due diligence, get your research, get your facts before you're gonna comment. 
he does a lot of off the cuff stuff that if he was anybody else, he'd be clowned for it. Right. Right. Because he's LeBron, you kind of people give him a pass. He's the face of the league. Cool. In this instance, to to again to your point, Unc, the NBA does a lot more right than they do wrong. Right. Right. And one thing that everybody said last year about the playoffs or about the bubble period that man, it was great. This is some of the best basketball we've seen. Right. Some of the best playoff basketball we've seen, right? So now here the NBA is saying, hmm, um, let's try something. Why does it have to be a regular old, you know, top eight teams you're in, right? One thing that we love about NCAA is some of the playing games. Competition. Right? You give people a chance to get in there. Right now they're saying, you know what, if it doesn't work, fine, we'll scrap it. But as us as fans, who's going to be mad at more basketball? I don't think anybody's mad at it. So, okay. so, so to LeBron last year, it's like, okay, fine. We're in different circumstances. I get why we, why we doing it this year. Everything's back to normal. Well, it's not back to normal. We're playing 72 games. There's 10 games that you're missing. It's a regularly structured season. But why can't things change? Just because you're used to one thing. Well, all that got thrown out the window last year. Why not a little bit more change? And, and then almost going back to our last topic, if you know it's like that, then come back and play then. So you don't have to worry about that. You avoid it. Right? Because yeah. now you're making that comment, I feel, because the Lakers are in jeopardy. I think that's what it was. That's They're in jeopardy that's of how getting that play. So and, what, don't be mad. Go get the fifth seed. And he's Go mad because seed. things aren't going his way. Exactly. If he, if he was in he's a being position divish. where he doesn't even need to be playing that tournament, if, if we were the number one seed, mm-hmm. LeBron would say, he wouldn't go as far to say somebody need to lose their job because it's stupid. He would just say a quick comment I think it could be good for the league. or Because mm-hmm. weren't, weren't the Lakers a one seed or two seed last year in the playoffs? We were the one. So, again, he didn't have to worry about it. So, for him, he's like, oh, yeah, it's great to have these other guys have a shot. Well, now more guys have a shot this year. But now you mad because you're one of those teams. Yeah, other guys aren't coming out and saying they don't like it. Can I, can I play devil's advocate and defend him again almost? Run it. Do you think, because we talked about this a couple episodes ago, the injury plague that's happening to the league do you think that plays into it at all because now you're asking a LeBron and Anthony Davis you're asking a Steph a Dame uh, I think uh, the Mavs are out of it who am I missing not the Spurs they don't really have any like stars quote unquote at the moment you're asking those guys to play additional games mm-hmm. and we've already seen what injuries have done to the league this year mm-hmm. do you think that plays a part of it at all Mm-mm. something you said earlier I think maybe before we started is the way Steph Curry is playing right now. That man is playing out of his mind. He is. So, so at that point, so you think? So you think y'all think LeBron is trying to dodge Steph? Listen, that man dropped forty nine and twenty nine. He's just rather not deal with it. He rather not have to. He wants the easy route, and LeBron doesn't see an easy route right now. He's gonna have to take the hard route to get to a chip this year. Mm -hmm. And there's he's likely he likely Mm -hmm. won't win a chip this year. And the thing and the thing is, he could avoid that again by playing. So again, if you don't want to be in that position and don't want to play a hot Steph or Dame might light you up for for 55, then get a better seed, LeBron. If we play Dame, he's going to hit us for 50. Yeah, I mean, he might do it in a loss. It's almost guaranteed. But why put yourself in that position? (laughs) They don't. don't. Again, I can't defend him because, again, me as a fan, I want to see Steph. You want to see the best teams in the playoffs or the best players, so why not? And the fact that no other players are coming out saying they don't like it. Of course. LeBron is in a corner by himself. You think Steph going to say, yeah, I really don't like this. Well, he has a shot to get to the playoffs? Nah, LeBron, we coming at you. Yeah, we, we coming. Strap up. All right, we got to keep moving. Somebody said Russell Westbrook is the most underappreciated star we've seen in our lifetime. Still can't shoot. 
but <laughs> he's underappreciated. Heavily underappreciated. Is he the most underappreciated? This man is about to have a fourth straight season he's, with he's a triple appreciation double. for for Russell Westbrook is. We still talk about the fact that the Big O did what he did. Mm-hmm. He averaged a triple double for a season, one season, and we and to this day, I've never seen a Big O game, not one. But I know who he is, and I know what he did. I don't think Russell Westbrook, if the Big O, if that one season has carried his legacy, mm-hmm. that was for that was the gold standard. Now, so you're saying like kids that. Didn't watch Russell Westbrook is won't remember his name. I think thirty. I think twenty years from now, those kids may not even know who he is. That's sad though, that and, sad. and that's my word. That's why I'm like, because he's even even when you look at the headlines, right? So when you look at the headlines, right? Anytime anybody's bringing this up, they're not saying they're not just raving about Russ. The headline is, are we taking Russ for granted? Yeah, because that is the that is what's happening. People are not caring enough. That Russ is doing what he's doing. And I know why it's happening. Because they're not winning. Now, if they were the number one seed in the East, mm-hmm. that would be the biggest storyline every morning on ESPN. Stephen A would be ranting, raving about it every single morning. Unc, uh, uh, Unc Shannon and and uh, who's that goofball he'd be with? Skip. 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 They, would be, they would be going back and forth about this every day. But they're not. Because the Wizards aren't winning. Mm-hmm. They're not even going to make the playoffs, I don't believe. Well, so at that point, I think the problem is we're all enamored with winning, but man, like the man is doing something we've never seen before. Yeah, like, right now, I'm not even currently, honestly. I don't think he's appreciated currently. No, he's good. What does it look like? So 12 is saying, what would appreciation look like? Like that should be the, the major headline, and it's not. Yeah. More people are talking about LeBron not playing. Yeah, Russ, people are talking about what Russ is he's doing. He's doing something that's not normal. Right. Again, we, we've seen Steph go for 50 in 29 minutes before. It's not the first time he's done that. And Dame we've seen him go off and just light people up. But people still get excited. Like, yo, this man dropped 49 in 29 minutes. Right? Yeah. Clay, he only dribbled 11 times. Yeah. Right? Just random stuff. But this man is out here every day. Right? He doesn't have to do sit out the rest of your games, have no points, no rebounds, no assists. He still has a triple double for the season. You know season. what's crazy? Four straight times. You know what's crazy? I was looking at something about the MVP race. And a lot of people at this point are thinking Jokic is a leader for the MVP race. I think that is one of that was going to be one of the weakest MVP awards given if Jokic win it. And Steph I and I hate it. to say that because Jokic is is excessively good. Steve Nash was carrying mm-hmm. a bad Suns team. That team ultimately was bad. Mm-hmm. And Steve Nash was like the full-on orchestrator. Like, honestly, what Russ is doing right now, he's not even in the conversation. Mm-hmm. He's doing winning. something we've never seen. I think he should be at least being... Yeah. Okay, so, you, all right. So what 12 is saying is he agrees that Russ should be an MVP consideration at least. Maybe not the favorite, but just in yeah. consideration. Yes. Okay. I think they're not putting him in there because what he's doing isn't helping him win. Win. That's and that's a problem. Yeah. He's he's, he's not padding the stats because that's essentially his game now. Mm-hmm. He he's done this consistently, so you can't say he's just padding the stats. But it's not equal in wins. It's not. So it doesn't come out to wins. That's, which, that's the negative against him. I think that's another conversation that we do have to have. But yeah, I think I think that's the problem. That's the reason why nobody's raving about it because. They're not winning. Okay. 
Somebody said that with both teams dealing with missing players and inconsistency in building in the ability to build chemistry, the Nets are better off than the Lakers. Is that somebody right? Is that somebody wrong? This is gonna be our last one. I'm gonna say somebody was right. And I'm only taking that off the strength of they have more firepower. That's it. That's exactly where I was going. The exact question is, with both teams not having the ability to build chemistry, the Nets are better off than the Lakers. So, where are the Nets? In the East? Uh, they're either number one or number two yeah. in the East. Either. Twelve is saying they're better off because they don't have to go into a playing game. Mm-hmm. So, way, no, 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 no. There's nowhere to slide into the play-in. The I think the the thought behind the statement is that the both teams are both teams are going to make the playoffs. I I don't think anybody's saying the Lakers are going to lose, even if they go into a playoff game. I don't think anybody's picking them to lose. I hope not, unless it's Charles Barkley, which okay. He also said the Blazers were going to sleep, sweep the Lakers last year. So, whatever. <laughs> so, and he didn't get fired. Going in, <laughs> going into the playoffs, if you're looking at teams that have chemistry, some teams need that. Right? Some teams need their chemistry to carry them, right? Because they may not have the top level talent, right? Or maybe it's their scheme. They need their scheme to carry them. Right, there are different things that carry teams. And right now, the Nets and the Lakers, neither of them have chemistry. I think the big three in Brooklyn have played seven games together, six, seven games together. So there's no chemistry there, right? What is that going to look like with all three of them on the court together? And the Lakers, since Drummond got there, I don't think Drummond, AD, Schroeder, and Braun have played more than, I think they've played any games together. I thought I think AD was already hurt when Drummond got there. When when AD and Braun came back, I think Schroeder was out already. Mm-hmm. Maybe they played a couple games together. So who has a better chance of still winning a championship without having the opportunity to build chemistry in the regular season? Brooklyn. They they just like Pump said, they got more firepower. Yeah. You got James Harden, you got KD and Kyrie. You got more options. If it's outside of Braun and AD, who else is going to do something? Schroeder, maybe? Boom. Boom. Do something. Andre Drummond. <laughs> Andre Drummond, he has to be damn near at the cup to make a bucket. Mm-hmm. Andre, yeah. Well, and that's, he shows up with two fouls right. every night anyway. He walks in the locker room with two fouls. I mean, unless he's going to play Lamarcus Aldridge every night. Right. <laughs> Put that boy in the dirt. You know, <laughs> I'm with you. I think that somebody's right. Yeah. Because at the at the end of the day, the Nets know we got somebody gonna go get a bucket. Mm -hmm. Pick one. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So they would just out talent most of the teams in the East. I don't know if the Lakers right now will be able to just out talent everybody in the West. Right. I think we'll be able to do it against like the Nuggets. There's no Jamal Murray. There's no Spider Mitchell in Utah. Uh, the Mavs are the Mavs. You know what I mean? So I think they can out-talent most teams in the West. Mm-hmm. So really, you're probably looking at with the Flippers. Can they just out-talent the Flippers with no chemistry? Right now, I don't think they can. Because if 
KCP is your third guy that you're looking to get buckets from. It'll be sure. issue. Nah, they was <laughs> Doris was talking about KCP. Well, well we KCP is the most consistent shooter. He shoots forty one percent from the three. He just doesn't shoot a lot. He doesn't shoot very many shots, which is weird because Kyle Kuzma shoots every time he touches the ball. And he went one for thirteen the other night, bro. I almost slammed my TV on the, on the ground. Like I was beside myself. And then he shot one in the waning moments of the game. I text you. Shoot, I text you off. It was like the first half. Kuz went up the court, took a three <laughs> without passing the ball. No, <laughs> then twice. came back up and you took another three. Yeah. Two possessions. Yeah. I honestly, a nutless monkey would have been, <laughs> a nutless monkey would have given us more than what Kuz gave us that night. He just got he a, was worthless. He got to dye his hair back, man. He oh got that goodness. June towel going. The, the sunshade <laughs> like ain't it. working. Yeah. Okay. We got to do it before we close the show out. NHL. They saying hockey. Let's do that hockey. Talk about playoffs. Oh, Unk took his headphones off. Oh, man. Unk, why you take your headphones off? Because you haven't watched any hockey? Go figure. Nah. It's terrible, man. It's a great sport. I'm going to let Herm take over on this one. He ain't watched none either. He said he ain't watched none either. When the last time you watched some hockey? Yeah, last time. <laughs> last year? The, the cup? Yeah. <laughs> we won the cup like, last legit year. last year. <laughs> Literally last season. Did you actually watch? You turned it on last year? Okay. So he was watching you. Better than on. There it is. I don't even know. Like, watching your hockey team? It's no go. No. Okay. Okay. It sounds like you. He said he he said he likes to the highlights when they're fighting. Speaking of, did you did you catch the the clip from the Rangers game this past week? Man, they got busy. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Like 32 off the dome. Puck dropped every I just all you saw was gloves and sticks just flying. That's you. The thing is, you're, and again, you're not going to see that in the playoffs. It's not There's hockey. not fighting in the playoffs. That's not hockey. That's boxing. It's actually it's UFC because they take the gloves off. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there are more black players in the NHL than you probably think. I'm actually willing to bet it. <laughs> see, same thing on said. Same thing on said. I thought no, it was it's, one. It's a couple. It's, it's a couple. definitely more than one. Yeah, like. Play every night, double digits. Stars, isn't or PK just Subin, Subban? These are two different things. He was on the cover things. of the game, so he had to be a star. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> guys who are playing or guys who are stars? Oh, stars, no. But playing? I would say each team probably has at least one. Yeah, at least one. Most playoff teams will have at least one. Probably, enough, the Lightning man. do. But then that, you know that, the that's our fault. Did though, y'all know right? the Lightning had a black player? He's actually pretty good. Again, you're. <laughs> there are more black players in NHL than you probably think. But you, but can't, anyway, you can't blame the NHL for that. You gotta blame us. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't play don't hockey. Into it. Black people don't play hockey. Yes, because we yeah, don't play hockey. hockey. We name, don't play name hockey. Two people you know in your personal life that plays hockey. Yeah, two black people you personally know. But you know people that play football and basketball, right? So that. 
But yes. that we don't play hockey, yeah, we choose not to play it. Again, you don't watch it, so it'd be hard for me now. If like, if like, Troy's will, will like hockey. Bugs likes hockey because her dad watches hockey. Now you have more people like, oh wow, you're black, you watch hockey. That's a shock. Yeah, but Troy and Bugs will grow up be like, I've watched hockey all my life. That's not weird. And so if they were to pick up a sport, they very well could pick up hockey because right. they grew up with hockey in the house. If you don't watch it, there's no way your kids. It's the likeliness of your kids picking it up. Are mm-hmm. slim to none, and you represent most black households. And then they won't like it because they, they we don't watch hockey, and so when are the kids going to pick it up? Yeah. So black kids just don't play hockey. None of us grew up playing hockey. Now baseball, mm-hmm. football, mm-hmm. basketball. Then again, we're in Florida. Right. Where are we going to go play hockey at? There is hockey around here. Yeah. Yes. The Lightning have been around for two decades, and, <laughs> and not only all the Lightning and here, good. they do camps every year for kids. They're doing yeah. youth. Hockey camps every year. The Lightning, rap, look at the uh, Lightning rap Perkins uh, huh? last year. Hmm? They're at Perkins last year. The Lightning Perkins. They do camps all the time. Like the owner of the Lightning is very invested in reaching out to the local community. Yeah. Black people and black kids are just not showing up to this stuff, which is a cultural thing, but. Mm-hmm. In the community. Perkins is 70% black. Yeah, Perkins is heavily black. I mean, it's right on... Yeah, they didn't, go, they didn't go to Woodlawn. Yes, they yeah, didn't go to Woodlawn. That's a black school. Yeah. That's right across from the sweet bit. They can't keep it open because we kept robbing them. Come on now. And black people don't know how to skate, so... <laughs> so, but, so but that's not on the sport. That is on the yeah, black it's, it's community. We just us. we just don't care about hockey. Mm-hmm. We just, nobody's right or wrong now, on if, that. If there's a we bunch of don't. elite college black players and they're not getting into the, the NHL, then that's it's a on conversation. NHL. That's a different conversation. We got to do our research. Black college players? There are some. Like in this last draft, I want to say the um, second overall pick was mixed. I'm not sure. I think he was like the second or third overall pick. He, I think he was a mixed kid mm-hmm. in his last draft. But so when the kids are good, but well, they're good, yeah. they're there. I but mean, it, P.K. Subban was good. Yeah. He's there. But again, that goes back to you actually knowing about the game. Like you can't become an elite college player if you never grew up with the game. Right. Exactly. You right. That's, that's anybody. Right. Elite fo- elite football players came up watching football. Yeah. Right. That's Same really, and, sport. And just the last thing, because this is not supposed to be the point of this conversation. <laughs> the last thing I will say is that hockey is also low on the totem pole of sports in the U.S. Absolutely. Like hockey is about to be passed up by soccer, I think, in the next few years. Gross. Soccer is the world sport, and the U.S. is really coming along, but it's already behind football, basketball, baseball, mm-hmm. off the rip. So it's also just not a big sport in the U.S. as opposed to like some of like Canada. the European yeah. or Asian yeah. countries. I mean, European countries and Canada, mm-hmm. hockey is like, thus is soccer, hockey. Mm-hmm. So a lot more kids are going into it, and those those countries are more predominantly white than they are black. There's a smaller percentage of black people in those countries. So then the likeliness of kids, black kids getting into hockey is going to be low. Why is, why, is hockey not why is hockey not prevalent in Egypt? They're also predominantly north and frozen. Right. Right. There's, this, there's this also a lot, a lot more opportunity to like just play hockey in the street because in the wintertime, you got frozen mm-hmm. lakes. You have frozen bodies of water where you can just play, play hockey. hockey. Like for right. us, we go and find an empty field. We're playing football. Yeah. I got a, I got a friend from work. He grew up in Minnesota. They, they in the wintertime, he went out and played hockey. Yeah. They go find a lake and play hockey. In Egypt, in the wintertime, you probably still playing soccer. 
in basketball. Or, you know what I'm saying? So we were talking about bringing a basketball to Lake Vista just to hoop. See what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what we're so, exposed to. All right. But yes. the point of the conversation is NHL playoffs. Yeah. And as it stands, we may potentially be getting games this week, starting on the 13th. Our local beloved Tampa Bay Lightning reigning champion, Stanley Cup champion, two-time winning Tampa Bay Lightning, third in the division. We actually just lost again yesterday. We're on a mini slide that is happening right now. That's a tough division. Should we be man. worried? Um, yeah, because the really the Panthers and Hurricanes are playing great hockey. They are. Is so, Cooch back? No. Cooch is not back, and issue. Stamkos ain't back yet either. Of course he's not. But neither of them are expected to be back. I think I said it episode two episodes ago. Cooch is coming back for the playoffs for sure. Cooch. Right? Yeah, the plan is that he will be back in the playoffs. They don't know when. They don't know if he'll be back like game one, round one. Mm-hmm. Stamkos is on is on pace to be back in the first series. Yeah, so we very well be, could be getting Kucherov and Stamkos back. Now, my hope is Stamkos comes back early. So by the time he gets hurt again, mm-hmm. Kuch is now back. <laughs> Spare. Because it's coming. Oh, oh Stamkos is definitely getting hurt again. So he's KCP. Guaranteed. Uh, um... He's Shaq at the start of a regular season. You ever remember that? Like every year at the beginning of a regular season, like Shaq had like a toe issue. And it's like, what were you doing? It's yeah. like Shaq was never there. Okay. <laughs> like the opening night. You, you can put the over-under. I think we did set the over-under on yes. Stamkos. <laughs> and he hit under. Yeah, he did. So That's my hope is that Stamkos comes back mm-hmm. early. And by the time he gets hurt again, Cooch is back. But if we get both back, are if you, you get both back, then you guys are in a better position, right? I mean, should we th- immediately be the favorites to win it all again? Uh, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, you're getting two of the best goal scorers in hockey back, and Cooch is top five in the league, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? oh yeah. So I think he's top three. Okay, I'm not gonna argue that. Mm, cool. So yeah, you get them back, but again, you're playing teams that have been giving y'all problems. Like again, the Panthers and Hurricanes are really good. They are. But here's my question, right? So even with that, in that context, mm-hmm. we are two points behind the Panthers, mm-hmm. five points behind Carolina mm-hmm. without our two best players. Mm-hmm. When those two best players come back, yeah, I think you could answer your own question. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> See what I'm mean, saying so. That's why I'm asking, like, when they, if and when they come back. No, I, I guess I guess one thing for me is that Cooch hasn't been here all season. Now, you know, talent wise, what he should bring, mm-hmm. but what are you gonna get from somebody who hasn't played hockey all season? Now, let me ask y'all a question from a person that doesn't watch hockey: um, How big is stamina when it comes to not being available? Like, for instance, AD, he hasn't played in a while. He, mm-hmm. you could tell he's not physically in shape. Does mm-hmm. that matter in hockey? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. it does matter. And the I think the bigger thing that happens and the more important thing, even with like AD, when AD first comes back, he has all these weird turnovers where like he's dribbling and he just loses the he's ball. He's still trying to get his rhythm and flow right. of the game. And you will definitely see that. In okay. hockey, that absolutely matters. Probably even more than in basketball because a mat because hockey's it's pretty much fast break. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. play is a fast break. So your timing and your rhythm has to be there. I guess I say that to say if Cooch is available now, why don't you bring him back now so he could get the chemistry back? Because based on what Pump's saying, you guys got a lot of tough teams to play in the playoffs. Couple reasons. One, the financial thing, which mm-hmm. we talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like one of them. Point two, 
And two is he did have surgery, so you have to be careful about bringing him back. And they're trying to, I think they're just trying to be extra cautious. And they're going to be sure that when he comes back, yeah. if he's, he's going to get hurt, he'd rather just be hurt in the playoffs. Because even if we, even if we played three games, right? Even if we, so right now it's looking like we're going to play the Panthers. Mm-hmm. If we were down 2 1 against the Panthers and Cooch and or Stamkos come back, we still win that series, in my opinion. So you don't have to rush him back before the season ends. And at this point, we've only got a handful of games left. I mean, literally, we've got one game. They play oh, tomorrow. So it don't and matter. That's the end of the season. <laughs> Right, so you would bring him back for one game, and it's not worth it. Okay. So. I'm with you. So, real quick. Quick quick question. Who's your favorite right now, as it stands? Nobody. 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 You don't believe in anybody? Oh, oh no. Not that I don't believe. I mean, again, my guys are, my guys are gone. No, no. Who do you think is going to Nobody. Oh. Just for yes. personal reasons. Um, do you believe in Vegas? I mean, actually, no, I don't believe in Vegas. Because they're number one right now. I think, I'm, I think Vegas does what Vegas does. They... A very talented team that'll get there, and they just can't close the deal. Um, how about those Mapes? The Mapes are good. Um, the Capitals. I mean, <laughs> you got all right. Listen, you still got Ovi out there. I don't think they're gonna get past Pittsburgh. You still got to go through Pittsburgh. You still got. You still got to go to Chicago. You still got to go back to Chicago. Uh, Pittsburgh is cool. I mean, I, so one hundred percent Tampa Bay, fully healthy. Is my favorite, but right now, right without, now, without them being healthy, could this be the year Vegas gets over the hump? I don't think so. Really, Mm-mm. that's tough. And 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 the sad part is, I still don't believe in any of the Canadian teams. Yeah, I mean, so at this point, it's if you're not going with them, um, you're looking at I'm looking at either Pittsburgh or Carolina. I like Carolina a lot. Okay, plus they got an ex hawk over there. So fair enough. Okay. Does Pittsburgh still have Sidney Crosby? Of course they do. Sid ain't going nowhere. Mm. So. I hate him. You hate him? Yeah. And that boy Sid the kid. No, no, Sid. No, I don't hate Sid. Sid doesn't really do anything to hate. Oh, no. He just plays hockey. Great hockey. And he's not a shot chucker like Ovechkin. Ovechkin is just a shot chucker. I was going to say, I like Alex better than Sidney, but I don't know anything. (laughs) Ovechkin is a shot chucker. He literally is like, he's a value shooter. That's his job. It is what is, and he's annoying. arguably the greatest goal scorer in NHL history. In NHL history, yeah, no, over yeah. Gretzky. Give me, give me the great one, and give me Mario Lemieux. In today, in today's game, if you put Ovi back in Gretzky's deck, in like with the way goalies were and their goaltending practices and even equipment, he might actually have more goals than Gretzky. The only reason I question that is because I don't see the puck handling and creation ability. Didn't say nope. Didn't say but better talent. But Wayne, I'm talking about goal but scoring. Wayne created his own. He created for himself. It's like Barry Sanders as opposed to an Earl Campbell who's just plowing through people. One hundred percent get you. But the volume that Ovi scores at is actually better it's than also Gretzky. The volume he shoots at shot. It's great. All right. It's a good episode. Yeah, a lot of content. For the, the one time twelve actually didn't chime now, in. Now you want to cut a, you want to cut episodes shorter. We're at an hour ten. I just had she a question for her. Up. All right, how did you feel about the Cowboys draft? <laughs> Speaking to the mic. <laughs> at, that, at that point, we now turn the mic to twelve. <laughs> yeah, give him the head, give him the headphones so he can he can hear his volumes. I want him I want him locked in. Not 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 from a homer's perspective, but just from an analyst. It's gonna be, it's gonna be from a homer's perspective. Can you hear us? You got right into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How does that sound? Uh, come here. I need more. Don't be scared of it. How about now? Make love How to do you it. feel about it? 
hear it? Yeah, I hear myself. Okay. Cool. So originally, when we drafted Michael Parsons, am I still too low? No, just talk. Oh, originally when I when we drafted Michael Parsons, I wasn't happy about it. Okay. I was happy that we didn't trade up to get Kyle Pitts because we didn't need him. And I know Jerry Jones can be very like, I want my new car flashy now type person. Because we almost drafted Johnny Manziel. <laughs> and luckily, Stephen Jones was like, nah, player. But, because I wanted a DB. I wanted Patrick Sertan. That's what I was thinking. Like, why yeah. didn't y'all just trade up and get... We tried to. We we did. Tra- we tried to get up, but nobody would give us a trade. We tried hard to enough. What? Oh, to post? Oh, yeah, we tried to get up to, to get one of those DBs. But nobody wanted to bite on that trade. So... When the two DBs got taken, I actually like what they did, where they traded down, got more draft picks for the third round, and then we take this freak of nature linebacker that's huge and runs like a 4-4 four, four or something like that, some crazy. Everybody ran a 4-4. Four, four right. yeah. everybody, everybody runs a 4-4, four, four, yeah. But once I really looked at his film and I studied him and all that, I was like, this is a good pickup. And that's why we were going to – we didn't renew our option with uh, – Vander, Vander ish, because he gets injured too much, and then we let Sean Lee go. Not what about what about the rest of the draft? How do you? We're not let go. Like he retired. He played. He retired. He played like five games. Right. Yeah. Um. You said the rest of the draft. What do you think? Yeah. Was it just good? I think we, we find. I can tell that Dan Quinn flexed his muscle because we drafted to what the team needs, and Dan Quinn. Wants his Legion of Boom type players, right? So we go get this. To me, the DB that we got, and he's a head case, but on film and his his stats, he's a first round draft pick. Okay, who is but he, he? Uh, Joseph Kinley. He played at. He started at LSU. He was a five star. Gets kicked out. Then he goes to Kentucky, and in six games he had four picks. Oh, I know you're talking yeah. about. He had four picks. Had number one for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He was a yeah. ball magnet. He had four picks, and he didn't care about it. They told him, hey, bro, just go on, just going on. So the man gets four picks, and he just doesn't care. My only thing about the Cowboys is they, they draft a bunch of players with head, that's quote-unquote head cases, and then they lose them. Like, When's the last one we lost? Gregory, the DN. He couldn't stay off the weed. Stay <laughs> off the weed. He couldn't stay off it. But when he come back, he he balled out. And I think he's back for us now. Okay. Okay. I didn't I I didn't mean yeah. to drag out the episode. That's but, fine. And uh, then you we, we, draft, we drafted <laughs> Dez, gave him that money. He had slight issues. Jerry Jones sends him security all the time. So now Dez starts balling, he gets him straight. Okay. We have a they have a program set up literally like for <laughs> for head cases. Isn't that a isn't that yeah. an issue though? You need it. <laughs> I mean, yes and no because when it works out though. It works because out. those type of players are dogs. Okay. If you can get them in the right direction and focus, they yeah. are dogs. You got to babysit them. You do, but and, but when when you get them babysat to the right point, dogs. And I looked at Buddy film Joseph Kenny. He also has six mixtapes, by the way. Hey, so got to. six piece, six. So mixtapes. that man got production. All I right, got twelve tries, twelve skits. <laughs> six six mixtapes. I'm with it. So um. We we um I actually I didn't want him. I wanted to get the safety from TCU. TCU, more Yeah. But once again, he gets drafted right before us. Yeah. And we we plugged a lot of holes that we needed. Cause usually 
I hate that um, the Cowboys for the last 10 years, they just didn't focus on secondary. They just act like we can just- It'll fix itself. We can just plug holes and it'll fix itself. Yeah. So when when I was reading the, the pre-drafts for the Cowboys this year, they were actually like, oh, no, nah, we need to go secondary. Like, we need to have somebody opposite of Trevon Diggs. Actually, they did last year, too, because they drafted Trevon Diggs in the second round, mm-hmm. which was another dog. That's not that's something that's not something the Cowboys usually do. They usually draft linebackers and then linemen. And linemen. Then you will never see the Cowboys draft a safety high. Never. So clearly to me, Dan Quinn is, is flexing his muscle defensively. All right, give me a gra- okay. give me a grade. Real quick. Yeah, quick grade. B plus. I can respect that. I, like I can it. respect I'll that. Take it's it. a B plus. Okay. After reviewing everybody we we picked up. Looking at the film, breaking the breakdown. Because Micah Parsons is somebody that can play with his hand in the dirt and he can play weak side linebacker. Mm-hmm. Right? So, as long as that's where his hand stays. All right. <laughs> it has been another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sneak that in there. It's where we appreciate having uh, we appreciate having you with us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. As always, the man in my right is Unc Shea. Yep. Uh, oh. Um, actually, the the man across from me is twelve. <laughs> you gotta get like a sign off, like a word or a note. What's your his? Get it to me. Yeah. What's your your sign off? Twelve. Straight up and down, like six o'clock. I'm with that. My man. <laughs> My man. Hey, good, good answer. <laughs> I'm Breeze. That's Pump. Yes, sir. We out of here.